Okay, well, phone updates notwithstanding, uh, there we are. So as we've been in the book of Romans, uh, and I know there's lots of details there, I mean, that's good. And we want to, man, we want to drink in the details because they're specific. But you need to keep in mind the principle. And I forgot my marker. But play like I was going to write this on the board for you. I think there's a bag of markers. Somewhere. I don't think they work, Jim. I think they're just... I'll try one just because Jim's normally right about most things. I mean, he's hard to work with, you know what I mean? Boy, like, again? Come on, man. <laughs> I know. <that's, laughs> and you were right, brother. It was there. Well, nothing will just work good enough. God's nature. And I encourage you, wherever you are in Scripture, did I spell that right? God's nature. Is that better, <laughs> Bill? This is hard. It's going to be an hour and a half long now. <clears throat> Just don't let this slip through your hands emotionally, spiritually. Because there's not something else, brothers and sisters. There's this. When I'm facing my worst temptation... You know the best thing for me to recall? God's nature. When I'm having my, when I'm at my lowest point, when it's out of my control and I'm at my lowest point, when it's out of my control and it's my fault and I'm at my lowest point. Well, J. Don, we don't go there. You know people who are there. And we're just human beings. This is the thing for us to recall. Think about that. This is what is revealed in essence. This is what's in revealed in all of Scripture. But if you can gather this from the book of Romans, you're right on the money. Right on the money. How, when when I'm facing temptation, how's what's God's nature got to do with anything? When I'm overwhelmed, I mean, when it's just about, I mean, here we are. This is the end of me. Here we are. End of my health, end of my wealth, end of my spirit, end of my love, end of my whatever it is you got. And here you are. What's God's nature got to do with it? Well, if I can be familiar with his nature. His nature 
His nature is to call me to him. His nature puts my perspective, my my temptations in perspective. His nature puts my hardship, my difficulty, and my perceived hopeless event or whatever in perspective. And I know he, he tells us a lot of things to do. Well, we ought to do them because as we do them, guess what they tie us off to? Guess who they bring us to? But in looking at Scripture, if your first, if your first desire, your earnest most desire is to see Him as He is, who is He? Who is He? Now, what was I worried about? Who is He? Now, what am I dealing with? You see, it gives perspective. It's the day before Thanksgiving. So, I like, uh, I like the original American Standard. Uh, and I think the new American Standard says the same thing right here in Psalm 107. Did y'all go there? I meant to write that down. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I like that. I used to use that nonstop. Ask my wife to encourage to encourage the church. Hey man, let's 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 brag on Jesus all the time. Let's talk to people about him all the time. Let's talk about God all the time. Well, good. Okay. I think that's Bible translation. It's very interesting. Well, that's verse 2. Verse 1, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. What's he, what did he just say? Give thanks. He told us what to do. But this is why we do it. <coughs> give thanks to the Lord because he needs your encouragement. And the encouragement. Give thanks to the Lord because He's good. I mean, we just don't know anybody else like Him. He's good. Remember the rich young ruler came to Jesus and said, Good teacher. And Jesus said, Time out. Nobody's good but God alone. Was he professing not to be God or was he inquisitive? Was he asking the guy, are you calling me God? Because now that's who I am. But what level of conversation are we having here? Are you trying to butter me up? Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. His his loving kindness is everlasting. It had no beginning. It had no end. That, that doesn't say it lasts a long time. 
is eternal because he is. Verse 2, let the redeemed of the Lord say this. That's what mine says. I like that. I like that. Because he's fixing to say a whole bunch of things. And either way, however you translate it, it still amounts to the same thing. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom redeemed us. Let the redeemed of the Lord say this. Here's what they say. Listen to how he is and look look for his nature. And, and I'm telling us, this is for our own spiritual survival. This is to get through the hard times. This is to not let the good times or the easy times lead us astray. This is to... Bring us hope, endurance, and perseverance, to quote Romans 15. We'll get there one of these days. Because he's the God that gives those things. You know how he gives those things? Through the revelation of his nature. He is those things, but he reminds us when he tells us who he is, this is how he is. Another reason I think it's, I'm just encouraging us. Let me just say this right off. His love endures forever. He's going to end this psalm with saying, consider this. Let the redeemed of the Lord say this. All these things regarding God. Or let the redeemed say so. That's verse 2. And what's the last verse? 43? Where to say this? I can't remember it. Well, that's why God wrote it down. Every now and then just pull it out and read it. Say it to yourself or somebody else. Because you know what? People in the world don't know this about God. And people in the church forget this about God. I mean, you know how I am, Bill. (laughs) You got to remind me. And Jim's right. Don't remind me a month ago. Remind me five minutes ago. Just all the time. We'll start over. We're just going to go through here. Um, We're just considering this because it is Thanksgiving and that's his premise. Give thanks to the Lord for who he is. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say this. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Those he redeemed from the hand of the foe. Those he gathered from the lands, from the east and the west, from the north and the south. Some wandered in desert wastelands. Was it their fault? 
or were they there by accident? I don't know. But the survival, I mean, it's not good. You don't, you don't think people are there emotionally and spiritually right now? Just wandering. The heat blazes and there's no sustenance. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they could settle. They were hungry and thirsty, and their lives ebbed away. Their, their souls were just weakened and fainting. Then they cried out. Listen, listen, listen to how God is. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. Well, I guess so. And he delivered them from their distress. See his nature? What is his nature regarding those who cry out to him in trouble? I know what our nature is sometimes. Oh, now you're crying out. Yeah, now you want to be my friend, Jim. Yeah, now. No, that's not how God is. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way to a city. No piddling around, He got straight to it. A city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for His unfailing love and His wonderful deeds for men. Here's how He is. For he satisfies the thirsty and he fills the hungry with good things. Some sat in darkness and in the deepest gloom. I mean, that could be emotionally, physically, spiritually. Could be all three. Some sat in darkness and in the deepest of gloom, prisoners suffering in iron chains. I mean, they're captive. For they had rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High. Just kind of got what was coming to them, didn't they? So he subjected them to bitter labor. They stumbled and there was no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble. And he saved them from their distress. See how he is. He brought them out of the darkness and out of the deepest gloom and he broke away their chains. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. For he breaks down gates of bronze and, and cuts through bars of iron. Really? He's about freedom, isn't he? He's a freedom giver, isn't he? Some became fools through their rebellious ways and suffered affliction because of their iniquities. I mean, it's their fault. 
Listen to, listen to where they got to here, verse 18. They loathed all food. They loathed all food and, and drew near the gates of death. I mean, normally what you would latch on to for strength and sustenance. No, they're just repelled against. Ugh. They're to the point. They give up. It's like there's no hope. They feel like I can't get stronger. I don't even want to try. You don't think people get there spiritually? Hmm. God's nature. They loathed all food and they drew near the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble. And he saved them from their distress. He sent forth his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. Let them sacrifice thank offerings and tell of his works with songs of joy. Others went out on the sea in ships where they were merchants on the mighty waters. They saw the works of the Lord and his wonderful deeds in the deep. For he spoke and stirred up a tempest and lifted high the waves. And they mounted up to the heavens and went down to the depths. And in their peril, their courage melted away. Not so dominant anymore. Are they? They reeled and they staggered like drunken men and they were at their wits end. And then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And he brought them out of their distress. See how he is. See how he is. He doesn't try to be this way, brothers and sisters. This is God's nature. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the sea were hushed. And they were glad when it grew calm. And he guided them to their desired haven. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. Let them exalt him in the assembly of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. He turned rivers into a desert and flowing springs into thirsty ground and the fruitful land into a salt waste. Because of the wickedness of those who live there, he turned the desert into pools of water and parched ground into flowing springs. That's who he is. Hopeless people, hopeless situations, and he brings hope. I mean, it's just not been that long since we were in the Gospel of John. Remember chapter 4? And he talked to the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. He said, I wish you'd give me a drink. Rick. 
He said, "Hun, if you knew who asked you for a drink, you would have asked me and I would have given you living water. Not the result of a rainstorm, water from its own source. Water that will become for those who follow me, it will well up into them to be a water, a spring of life, giving water welling up to eternal life. That's who he is. He turned the desert into pools of water and the parched ground into flowing springs. And there he brought the hungry to live and they, they founded a city where they could settle. And they sowed fields and planted vineyards that yielded a fruit harvest. And he blessed them and their numbers greatly increased and he did not let their herds diminish. What good times. And then their numbers decreased. And they were humbled by oppression and calamity and and sorrow. He who pours contempt on nobles made them wander in trackless ways. But he lifted the needy out of their affliction and increased their families like the flocks. The upright see and rejoice, but all the wicked shut their mouths. His purpose is not man's purpose. He is faithful. He is faithful. Whoever is wise, let him heed these things and consider the great love of the Lord, Yahweh, Jehovah. All capitals, L-O-R-D. That's the Tetragrammaton. That's what he told Israel. He told Moses, you tell Israel to call me Yahweh. I never told Abraham or Isaac or Jacob to call me that. You tell Israel to call me the Eternal One because I will rescue them. When I make a promise... It's guaranteed. Consider his great love. Paul will tell us in Romans 11, Consider therefore the kindness and the sternness of God. Consider the hardships we will have in life. Consider the mistakes we will make. The the sins we'll fall captive to. The, the temptations we'll be distracted by. The the failure to complete the good we whatever. But in the midst of all that, we consider the everlasting loving kindness, the faithful, enduring, unending love of our God. He is faithful. He answers those who cry out for his help. There's just that within us, isn't there? I've heard about people who've hardly had any religious inclination, and all of a sudden it dawns on them how helpless and how hopeless they are, 
and they cry out to God for help. When that's an honest cry, you can expect God to answer. God cannot be manipulated by the words and thoughts of men. But brothers and sisters, God is interested in all of mankind. He's interested in you. He's interested even in me. The best thing I'll ever do is remember his nature and give him thanks for his love. Let's pray. Almighty God and Father in heaven, we love you, Father, for who you are. We thank you for telling us the truth. We read this psalm, Father, this song from long ago. And it tells us a lot about life, and we still see the same thing today. But more importantly, Father, it tells us about you. The promise-keeping and the faithful God, the God who is the redeemer and the rescuer and the giver and the sustainer and the protector and the guider and the one who blesses and the one the one who is everlasting loving kindness thank you father for the opportunity to know you thank you for the opportunity to seek you as we have this holiday in this land regarding giving thanks we do give thanks to you, God, for being faithful, for keeping your promises. We give thanks to you, God, for redeeming and rescuing each of us. We thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer. We ask you to bless and guide and rescue and answer us, Father, in any way that will bring you glory and your purpose to our lives. It's through Jesus who died for us. We pray these things now. Amen.